Welcome to The Rundown, new music podcast, episode number 25. I'm joined by the wonderful Connor Adams. Hello, Connor. How are you? I'm good, buddy. How are you? I'm not too bad, thanks. I'm not too bad. I was very tempted to put on an American accent there. I thought, no, I don't want to offend anybody. (laughs) Doing doing great. Thanks for having me on. I really appreciate it. I know it's a pleasure. I've been meaning to have you on, and I'm I'm glad that you you've been able to find some time too to come on and whatnot. Because I know you're a, a busy, busy bee these days. Yes, it's nice to be busy. It's nice to be busy again, as I'm sure yourself is. It's uh, a lot going on that which I'm sure we'll dive into in this chat. Yeah, we will definitely. Also, as as we're talking, the weather's been rather nice in the UK, so I'm sure that's that's helped a lot. Also. It is. Moods yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know when this is going out, but we're Wednesday now. We're halfway through the week. And yeah, it's been, it's been feeling good. Kind of got everything. The start of the run of festivals we've got starts in two weeks' time. We're just under two weeks' time. So the calm before the storm, they call it, is the little bit of the process mm. we're in right now. <laughs> yes, uh, we're getting up to that. Uh, we're coming up to that festival season, aren't we? So it's going to be. Even more busy, busy for you. It is, it is. Um, my festival is like my favourite things to play, just because of how quick they are. You turn up, you get a line check, you play. You know, I just, I just, I hate waiting around. I'm the worst kind of. Um, what's the word? Well, like, even like when you're waiting for anything, travelling, um, I'm, I'm awful. Especially when you're, you're loading in at four o'clock and then you're actually not on stage till nine o'clock. And that five hour period, I'm a bit like, ah. But uh, festivals, <laughs> get on, play, have a great time, then go find a beer and watch some bands. Yeah, I'm into that. Sounds like a good time. <laughs> yeah. uh, right, well, we're going to have a good time because we're going to be talking about your latest single, which came out on the 10th of February, 2023. The song's called Every Moment. We're going to find out a bit more about that. Here it is now. You caught me alone. Tell me what's in 
Tell me about every moment. What's that about? Every moment is just taking everything in, enjoying the ride, kind of in all life, in all aspects of life. You kind of, it's very easy to get swallowed up in not enjoying yourself and, and kind of, as I just said there, not enjoying the process. So it's about kind of enjoying the process and the journey that you're on um, and learning to appreciate things a bit more in terms of like, if for the previous campaign, my single was uh, a song called Calm the Madness. And I was, because I'm, I'm unsigned and I'm an independent artist, everything that goes out is, is controlled by me and it's created by me. And um, I just found my head was buried in my phone for 90% of the day or on the laptop for 90% of the day. And I just wasn't taking anything in, um, in the surroundings around me. Um, so yeah, I just kind of got myself in a better spot and it's very fun, the song itself. It's it's wicked to play live. It always goes down really well. Um, and I just thought it was the right song to release and um, ever since I've released it, we've been getting some really good shows coming in. So um, we're, we're on the up, which is which is always good. That, that, that is good to hear. Yeah, no, it's definitely... Uh, I've listened to more than a few times now, and it is definitely it's very positive and very yeah. You the more you listen to it, the more you you can relate to it, and yeah, you've you've just got to take a minute and yeah, enjoy the moment, enjoy every moment essentially. <laughs> yeah, that's it. You know, and as you say, it's it's fun and it's kind of light hearted as well. I found myself kind of in the writing process a lot, leaning towards the darker moodier stuff which i love and i still love and i still will release it was really refreshing going into a writing session and consciously doing something light-hearted and fun and playful and yeah yeah as, as i say just kind of changing it trying to change it up slightly still being myself and yeah i just i just love the process of the recording the writing and the releasing so yeah it's it's been really, really fun. That's good to hear. That, in fact, you you say that 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 ties us in very nicely to, well, when it comes to when you write a song, how do you come up with that song? You know, I, I I'm sure you get this question all the time, but I always like to hear it because everybody's got a, a different process to some degree. Yeah, yeah. It usually starts with just myself and a uh, and my acoustic guitar. To be honest, it's always laying around the house, so I pick it up and I have a little noodle. And then I do uh, something called a gibberish melody, so it'll make no sense, but the melody will make sense. And then I kind of fill in the uh, fill in the gaps with lyrics that make sense. Um, and then I build it around me. I mean, I'm a singer songwriter. I kind of I kind of call myself at the moment an indie rock slash singer songwriter because the writing process interestingly starts as I just mentioned me an acoustic guitar but then I put that band sound around me um, and I perform live with a band that's that's my love my love is indie rock music um, and rock music itself um, so yeah I'll put pen to paper with myself an acoustic guitar I'll then build the band around me and then the song will likely change lyrically about two or three times until we get it really tightened up and uh, so I'll record that at home and then I'll go take it to a producer that I've been working with recently called Tom Peters, who is fantastic. Uh, I'm from Suffolk, by the way, anyone listening. And all my band that plays with me is from Suffolk as well. And Tom, the producer that I've been working with, is also from Suffolk. So we're a Suffolk force. We're um, assembling together. But yeah, as I say, I, I almost bring it to Tom as a demo form. And then we kind of almost like, take for take listen to the demo and then we re-record it properly and then just swap in and out and that is our process of uh 
I've kind of nailed it down. And then you've got your, your mixing and mastering and, um, and all that fun stuff in between, to be honest. Sounds like uh, a good time in the kitchen, the, the, the music kitchen, so to speak. <laughs> it, it, it is. I do absolutely love it, to be fair. I really, I mean, my favourite thing about um, being in the music biz is playing live, but writing is something, it's so therapeutic and it's so fun. Um, you get to be as creative as you want. There are no rules. There are no rules at all to it. So you do what you like, pretty much, within reason, I suppose. <laughs> Kind of like with this interview, there are no rules. You can almost say whatever you like. (laughs) Almost. (laughs) Yeah, within reason, within reason. (laughs) Uh, That's brilliant. Well, well, I'd like to know where did it all begin for you? Like, what what made you want to, like, did you just wake up one day and go, ah, I want to be a singer songwriter? (laughs) Like, how did it start for you? It's, um, it's a bit of a mad journey that I've been on, to be honest with you. I've been, um, so I'll try and keep it as short and sharp as I can, but at the age of seven, I started playing guitar, and at the age of seven, I started playing rugby. Um, and to be honest, my whole like childhood, well, from that point onwards, I wanted to be a rugby player. Um, and I went through a lot of academies, um, and then got to the age of 19 and I was just about to sign my first contract and I got, I got, took a really bad injury and I broke my rib. And then to be honest, that was, I, I was bed bound and I couldn't move. So I picked up my guitar and it's crazy to be talking this out now, now, but I just fell back in love with it, like hard, really hard. And just thought, this is what I want to do. Um, so since then, I mean, I'm 28 now, so what, nine years of um, writing songs and then starting at open mic nights and then support gigs and then headline gigs and festivals and stuff like that and then releasing the music. I'm here now, but it was, it was a really tough decision, you know. It was a very, very interesting chat and tough chat with my dad um, when I made that decision to drop the rugby career and chase this dream of wanting to be a singer songwriter, you know, um, which looking back now is just, it sounds crazy to have put in like 13 years of, as I say, wanting to be a rugby player. And a lot of my friends now are rugby players. They play rugby for, um, like one of them's an England player and one of them's out and playing in France. Um, but my dad couldn't have been more supportive. He really knew how passionate I was. And I was always passionate with music throughout the rugby days anyway. Um, we'd always go to watch live music and there'd always be music playing. And I never stopped playing guitar, but I just stopped writing. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that's a lot to digest. Sorry, I kind of feel like I've just spilled. I apologise uh, you were <laughs> having a moment. Uh, I was. Every moment. Uh, yes, every moment. <laughs> I was going to say it's sort of come full circle, really, because you had that moment with injury and it made you think, sit, take a step back, and, yeah, you discovered, wait a minute, I yeah. have the guitar, I'm good at it. Yeah. Yeah, it just it's always felt, um, how do I say this in the least cheesiest way? I sound like an idiot. Um, I always enjoyed it a lot and I always felt very comfortable um like when I was eight or nine years old I was in a little covers band and we played Green Day and we played like a few weddings and we played like an 18th birthday when we were nine years old (laughs) we were playing Green Day and we played like My Chemical Romance when the Black Parade album came out um and uh, even then back then you know like four nine-year-olds on stage but just like it felt so comfortable and I've always felt comfortable with the guitar. Um, and I've always felt comfortable performing my own songs. Oh, did a blimp out there? Can you see me? Ah, that's fine, but neither will see you when they're listening back to it later. Yeah. So it's fine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I've just always felt at home um, on stage and writing songs for sure. I feel like that's what it's kind of supposed to be doing. I like that. I like that. That's a, a very nice story. Like, <laughs> Thanks, so. Man. Just, it didn't sound cheesy at all. <laughs> Not that we don't mind a bit of cheese here on 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 the podcast, but no, it sounded fine. It just... I'm trying. I was trying to reword, trying not to use the phrase um, 
I felt like I was born to do it. Uh, in the in, the, in that American accent you were doing before. <laughs> <laughs> Don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> I think uh, I think uh, I think that that music writing's getting to your head a little bit there. <laughs> yeah. I think so, so one of one of those uh, one of one of the more difficult questions I like to ask is COVID. Yeah. How did it affect you as an artist? Did it have an effect on you as an artist? Mm. Or just individual as a person? Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, massively, massively. Um, uh, <laughs> where do I start? To be honest, I mean, we were. It felt like we were on such a such a streak and such a good run with the gigs we had in 2019, and the whole of 2019. I was writing an EP to release in 2020, kind of just building and building and more people were coming to the shows and it all got taken away from us and it got taken away from everyone. Um, there's so, there's, there are definitely positives that I took out of it and there's a lot, of, there's a hell of a lot of negatives. Um, I mean, some of the positives was the writing without songwriting in that period. I don't know what I would have done, um, but I was writing every day um, and every moment actually the idea was kind of born in that lockdown period in 2020. Um, uh, but then I kind of, the negative side of it, I come to realize that a lot of my struggles mentally were anxiety, which I never knew I had. And I open up about that in a song I released called Calm and the Madness. Um, it's all about battling anxiety and kind of understanding it and oddly writing the song really helped my anxiety um a lot of my songwriting does kind of if anyone listening struggling struggles with anxiety putting pen to paper and kind of writing out your feelings is just such a amazing healing process um so yeah that that was another thing but you know i felt extremely kind of lucky as well to kind of have music and to be able to write because as i say that really did help me through the uh through them lockdowns and through them dark times, to be honest. Yeah, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry to hear that, but uh, I'm I'm glad that even though it was a, a downtime for you and going through anxiety and whatnot, I can I can somewhat relate. I went through it myself. Um, yeah, and it's a it's a horrible feeling. One minute you're just walking along, just mind your own business, and then out of nowhere, well, at first it's out of nowhere, but if you dig deep down, you yeah, you, you're, you're you're kind of surprised as to where it's coming from, but and it makes a lot of sense. Absolutely, and I think it's it's really healthy to talk about it um, because so many people I've spoke to since kind of realising that's what I have and and been, have been going through, they've been like, oh yeah, I get that too, and I'm like, that almost helps as well, knowing that I'm not the only one. You know, like when you've you've you you struggle sometimes with anxiety, um, and it can be so minor. But it can also be like a, ma- a massive thing as well. But it's definitely a healthy, positive thing to to be open and talk about it, even if it's just to one one friend or one partner or your parents. You know, um, just having someone to talk to um, is is such a positive thing. Yeah, just just yeah, getting getting that off your shoulder as well, because you know, yeah. you want to tell somebody, but at the same time you. You kind of don't. You're you're hesitant, sort of thing, because you don't want to come across as. Well, I'm not talking for yourself necessarily, but no. you, you don't want to come across as. Well, I don't know how to word it exactly, but you, you know what I mean. You, I know what you uh, mean. I know what you mean, and the the hardest part of it is kind of understanding that it actually is anxiety. Like a lot of people might kind of not feel great but not understand what's what's going on with them um so what like knowledge is power as well so once you find out it's like oh okay i can deal with this definitely it's it's certainly a, a light bulb moment for sure yeah yeah not, that's not, not to make it sound cheesy or anything like that <laughs> <laughs> no worries so i'm curious to know what is the local music scene like uh also we're, we're beyond covid now which is good things are back to normal as you were mentioning absolutely festivals coming up and what not what is suffolk like what's the local music scene like in suffolk 
Yeah, it's, it's it's really in a good spot at the moment. It's in a really good spot. There's a um a festival coming up Brighton the Corners, which is like a multiple stage festival around Ipswich town. Um which is great. There's a hell of a lot of up and coming artists. Um there's, uh, there's a little venue called the Smokehouse, which has got bands and um, solo acts in there every night. Um, it's great. It's in a really, really strong place, um, and kind of <laughs> it's quite sad because the whole time I've been trying to kind of break outside of Suffolk, you know, and play in different places and try and spread my music as far and wide as I can anywhere that will, um, that will have me play. Um, but when you come back to do like a hometown show, like a bit of a headline we had in, we toured in April and we came back to Ipswich, um, and played and it's always so special. Home, home's obviously always special for, for everyone. So, uh, yeah. It's a good spot. Have you ever been to Suffolk? Ever I been haven't. To- no, it's uh, it's on the list of many places in England I've yeah. to go to. Um, but I would like. I wouldn't mind to to pop down at some point. And uh, yeah, it's really cool. It's it's got a lot of um, great little coastal towns, and as I say, the music scene's great. Um, a lot of countryside, some great pubs, some great food. Um, almost too great. <laughs> <laughs> But no, yeah, it's uh, it's definitely a, a lovely spot. I love it here. You've sold it to me already. When can I fly there? <laughs> yeah, looking at flights. <laughs> you had me at nice pubs. <laughs> oh, I love. I absolutely love a pub. I'm actually going to Ireland this weekend for the first time. Um, just Friday to Monday, um, and I'm very excited to get in there and find a a nice stout somewhere. Oh, very. <laughs> yeah, so yeah folks when you're listening to this on Saturday uh, Saturday night specifically mm. when, when it goes out on a Saturday night as well uh, just just imagine Connor have the nice you know n- n- nice cold one <laughs> <laughs> yeah cheers everyone happy weekend <laughs> uh, raise a glass if you want to you'll not yeah. see it but it's the thought that counts <laughs> there we go uh, but no that, that's that's nice to hear that, that, that Suffolk and and all that it's it's doing well and uh yeah yeah it's it's nice to see you know we've got a lot of um obviously the biggest artist that comes from suffolk is ed sheeran but there's uh one of the busted boys lives in suffolk charlie simpson there's a few others well obviously the darkness um they're from lower stuff and fun fact for you all they're actually my cousins my second cousins actually they're my mum's cousins um justin <laughs> justin and dan um so yeah, Suffolk's got some. Um, what's the word? Well, it's got a lot, a lot of great musicians. <laughs> I think the word maybe talent. <laughs> a lot of talent in Suffolk. That's the one. A lot, a lot, a lot of musical inspired minds. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And there's um, yeah, some great venues too. Some really, really great venues. But yeah, I'll have to come up your way and play at some point. I'd love to. Definitely, I could just imagine you doing a headliner at King Tuts or something. But oh maybe- no. <laughs> I've played the King before. I played it in 2018. It was like a rotating um, songwriting tour. And yeah, I was in Glasgow for one night and one night only um, at the King's Tut, the Wawa Hut. Um, but yeah, what a place. What a venue. Yeah, what, what a venue to get to if you're walking to it. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> up a lot of hill <laughs> but no the venue itself it's a, it's a lovely place and the atmosphere is just wonderful so i can imagine it was a good night when you were there yeah it's great sound in there really great sound definitely definitely it is one of the better venues for sound i must yeah. say so much I'm... so that i'm standing as far back as possible <laughs> 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 just some artists like it a bit too loud and you're just like i can hear it yeah <laughs> I get it. Yeah, I get it. You want me to listen? I'm listening. I'm here. <laughs> but no, it's uh, yeah. Uh, next time you up, I'll definitely you know pop along and see you. Uh, That'd be great. Or if I'm ever down your way, it'd be nice as well. Yeah, for sure, for sure. No, no worries. We're gonna we're gonna do this festival run um, throughout the summer, and then we're kind of in talks at the moment to do a autumn tour so if if um 
if Scotland or Glasgow in particular could be on the uh, on the list, that would be very very fun. I'd be happy to do that for sure. That'd be nice. That'd be nice. We'd be happy to have you again for longer, at least. <laughs> yeah. I would love to see more of Scotland. I uh, I actually drove from Glasgow to Manchester and got to see the beautiful sights. But as I say, I was only there for a night, so um, I didn't get the the full experience that, I, that I'd like to do. Well, you're more than welcome to come back for more. <laughs> next time, sure. Uh, next time, definitely. Uh, well, I'm going to... Uh, you've touched on it a little bit, so... I'll I'll just I'll just kind of follow up on it. Uh, what mm-hmm. is in store for you between now and the end of the year and beyond for yourself? So a lot of new music, um, festivals. Obviously, the the biggest festival we announced the other day was on playing the Isle of Wight Festival, which is um, I'm really 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 excited for. So that's 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 what kicks off the whole festival run. Um, so we're starting starting strong, but I've never actually been to the Isle of Wight either. So the day before, I'm going to go as a as a festival goer, and then the uh, we're playing on the Sunday at twelve o'clock on the this feeling stage. If anyone's listening um, and is going to the Isle of Wight, come check out my set. Um, and yeah, it's going to be a a real fun one to say we've played for sure. For sure, I've never been to the Isle of Wight either. So <laughs> yeah, it's it's like with a lot of things, it's finding across. the time. <laughs> We're getting a ferry over, um, and then we're going to be camping the Saturday night, and then we're going to play the gig, and then I think uh, we're going to try and watch as much as we can before we have to head head back early Sunday, well Monday morning, Sunday night type thing. I like that. I like that. And then afterwards, like after that, festivals are much planned uh, leading up to the end of the year. Yeah, I mean, briefly touched on it about the autumn tour, which I definitely think will happen um it's it's, as i say i'm an independent unsigned artist at the moment you know and i'd love to expand the team and kind of get a full force around me kind of helping me spin these plates feel like i'm spinning them all on my own at the moment but that's just the way it is i'm enjoying it i'm enjoying the process um i'm writing a lot of music so yeah the plan is to release new music and then tour that in the uh, in the autumn after the all the festivals are done and visit as many places as far as wide as possible i mean that that is the goal for me the goal is literally when i got asked like what what is the, what the goal why are you in this for and it's the answer is to play my own music to as many people as possible no matter no matter where i am um so yeah we're doing that we're doing that at the isle of wight for sure um and many other places that we're going to be playing in the summer. So, uh, so yeah, exciting, exciting times ahead for sure. It sounds it, it definitely sounds it. It's just it keeps uh, going up, doesn't it? Really, uh, sky's the limits with yourself. It's uh... that's it. That's it. You know, and you kind of trying to capitalize off off all of this. Um, like ever since releasing every moment, we've got so many great gigs that have come in um, Isle of Wight being the biggest one um, so it's just about trying to create that bit of a snowball uh, effect to get on, on bigger and better and start supporting some some of these acts that I, I aspire to be in their shoes so um, it's just exciting it's a lot go- there's a lot going on I won't lie to you got <laughs> um, <laughs> to take that step back and kind of um, yeah just take it all in uh, and then form a plan and kind of uh, just really ask them to take over the world. It's not much to ask, really, is it? Take over the world. That just That's didn't sound cool. evil at all. I've discovered your plan all <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Interview. <laughs> so much so. <laughs> oh. yeah. Well, speaking of we're uh, taking over the world. We won't be with this uh, round that's coming up, but hey, we'll see what happens. I'm going to be asking you, I call it a quick fire round. It's not, it's never quick. By the time we get through it, you'll be in bed, I'll be in bed. We'll forget this interview even started. <laughs> it's it's that long. I'm kidding, it's not really. Uh, but I'm curious to hear your, uh, your, your responses to these, so this should be. 
fun. So if you feel cool. pre- under pressure, don't. You'll be fine. There is I'm, no wrong I'm, answer. <laughs> I'm getting nervous. Sweaty palms. <laughs> um, <sighs> Just breathe. You'll be fine. <laughs> we got so this. We'll, 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 yeah, you, you, you have this. Uh, so we'll start off with an easy one. Favourite food? <laughs> well, I say it's an easy one. <laughs> <laughs> Favourite food? I'm going to go with... Mexican. I love Mexican foods, like fajita styles and tacos and uh, chili, um, burritos. I love all that stuff. I'm going to go with Mexican. I mean, I do love a lot of a lot of food, I won't lie to you, but in my <laughs> head right now, I'm going to nail down Mexican. That's what I'm going for. So you like something a bit more exotic and got a bit of spice to it? <laughs> yeah, a bit of spice behind it. Something that says hello. <laughs> well, <laughs> Mexican food definitely says hello and leaves a last impression. So I it think says goodbye as well. Uh, it does. <laughs> uh, I think you've chose well on the on that. <laughs> uh, favorite word in place of a swear word. So the example I like to give: you've stubbed your toe off the bed. We've all done it, I'm sure, or maybe not. I don't know. <laughs> uh, just one example. What do you say? Because maybe there's children around. Because you don't want right. to teach them bad words necessarily. Fudge is a great one. Fudge really gets the the, the intro of fuh. So like when you say fudge, it's kind of a uh, almost like half compliments what you would say if there wasn't people around. Um, I'm gonna go with fudge. Don't know what fudge has ever done to deserve a stub of a. <laughs> but um. Yeah, there's, there's so many as well. But I'm I, going with fun. <laughs> I get what you mean, though. It, it starts off quite well. And yeah. If, and if, you're, if your mind goes a certain way, you, your mind will automatically fill it in. But if you're somebody who's innocent, I don't know anybody that's innocent, but <laughs> yeah. just, they're not going to know any, none the wiser. So. That's exactly it, because fudge could quite easily not start intentionally as the word fudge. It could be something else. But then you're like you're halfway through, you get your mind back after stubbing your toe, and then you yeah, halfway. <laughs> you kind yeah. of say I can, I, can, lo- I can see it's that. All logic. <laughs> it makes sense. It makes sense. It, it makes sense. It does. Ooh. Okay, this is where it will get tough. This might be tough for you, who knows? A most embarrassing moment. Most embarrassing moment. God, there's so many. (laughs) Where do I begin? What can I say? What can't I say? Uh, I mean, when I was performing in the early days, um, I had a really important gig. I'm a hometown gig in Ipswich and all my friends are there. And when I was singing, a fly flew into my mouth. I was full on choking for not even being dramatic about five minutes trying to get this fly out. (laughs) Oh, wow. But but not realising that when I was trying to get the fly out, I was doing that directly into the mic where I could have just took a step back. But it was... um, yeah, even for the uh, even for the blind, it was horrific. It was. <laughs> it was uh, let's go with that one. That, that that yeah, that that does sound like a, a a memorable moment that you want to forget quickly. <laughs> I mean, it went well. <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> they didn't forget about it. That's for sure. I'm sure you left a lasting impression, and then if yeah. you go back, it's like, oh, it's the fly guy. Yeah. It's the fly boy. <laughs> uh, uh, aye, just going. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just microphone. That's not too bad, though. Like, yeah. No, thank you. you made me feel better now. Like, yeah, no, it doesn't <laughs> sound that bad. But then I wasn't on stage, so. <laughs> well, believe me, there are some bad ones, but let's go with that one. We'll save that for a follow-up interview. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what? Uh, what would you say your biggest pet peeve is? Ooh, and no, you big. can't use the fly option. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. 
biggest pet peeve is when somebody, this sounds really ungrateful, but if somebody's making you a cup of tea and they put milk in with the tea bag before the oh. boiler, I'm just, I'm just like, I mean, thank you for making the tea, but what are you doing? What, what, what is going on? What, what is happening? What, where, where, where is your mind? Does <laughs> that happen to you very often? <laughs> yeah, happened a couple of times. My, I just didn't know what to think, to be honest with you. It was uh, it's like kind of putting the milk in before your cereal as well. And that's just a bit nuts. Do people do that? <laughs> believe me, people do that. Still can't believe it, to be honest. Is, is, that, is that so they cut down so they don't have as much? Like they know if they put too much in because the milk rises. <laughs> I don't even want to think about it. I'm so disturbed. So I'm curious to know, as a follow-up on the tea bag uh, and milk thing, what about if the tea bag's left in? Yeah, I don't mind that. I don't mind that. I mean, I don't. I'd prefer it taken out. Right. But, um, but some people leave it in there, don't they? Yeah, that's kind of that's more of like a. I can like accept that. Ah. that but like the milk beforehand was like, whoa, get me out of here. Run, running out the door. <laughs> I can just imagine now uh, the next time you get a cup of tea, anybody that's listened to this interview, they're going to be like, I made sure you pour milk with tea bag. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How'd you like tea? Milk first. <laughs> uh, no, I'm sure that won't happen, but uh, no, I can, I, I can get that. I, I, I can understand that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Give me the shivers. Exactly. <laughs> so, if you had your own, so let me set up the scene. You're playing at the Isle of Wight Festival. We're there already, and it just so happens they've got a pop up bar, and they're serving all the drinks that all these artists and bands have created. You're there, of course. What are they serving? Uh, that's on your behalf. So basically, what masking is. If you could create your own cocktail or mocktail, because you might no drink, I'm assuming you do. What's going to be in it? And what would you call it? Wow, what a question! Um, I mean, does it do I, do I have to? Is can it be a cocktail that's already been made, or am I having to make my own one here? It can be like it can be one pre-made. You just maybe add something in it to make it, you know, a Connor mm -hmm. Adam special type thing. Um, I would go for something called a dark and stormy, which is whiskey and ginger beer. Um, and I, my special ingredient because of today's interview would be fudge. <laughs> like fudge is like a, almost a straw. So you kind of drink it and then you'd get the fudge at the end. Very messy. But, um, I mean, it's, uh, <laughs> it's pretty unique. I feel like the fudge would actually be quite complimentary to it. You know what? Thinking about it, it would. Because you, you can get, like, whiskey fudge, can't you? Yeah. yeah. And ginger fudge. Yes. I've, yes. I've had, and then... <laughs> I've had Easter egg gin once. That was... Uh, oh, wow. How was that? Different. <laughs> okay. I, I didn't hate it, but I didn't love it. In fact, clearly I finished it. But... Uh, yeah. Yeah, I never did make up my mind on did I like it or did I hate it. I must have liked it if I finished it. Yeah. Well, what about like the fudge as ice? No, it's not going to work. I was going to say as ice cubes, but it just I'm just getting too ahead of myself. <laughs> this is good. We're, we're, we're talking about it. it's been several nil, right? Do they have the facilities to make this? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. oh God. It might need to be for a more you know concrete venue <laughs> that has an actual bar but uh, not like that and what would it be called <sighs> what would it be called it would be called mm. <laughs> I, <laughs> I have a uh, 
so I, I write for other people as well um but i don't use the connor adams name when we it's, it's very it's very boring but <laughs> when, it goes through, when it goes through prs you kind of make sure that connor adams stuff's in one lane and that stuff's in the other but um it's called tangy brown because it's tangy and it's brown and i feel like that's such a rock star name um so i'm going to call my cocktail tangy brown it's certainly one you're not going to forget <laughs> Just imagine Tangy Brown in the big lights, the whiskey comes in front, then the fudge just plops in. Sold. You make it sound like a very easy to make ad. (laughs) 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 Bit of lights. (laughs) I could just see you doing that on stage before you perform. You just, the crowd goes quiet and you're just like, plop. There you go. (laughs) Yeah. Hold on, folks. Just let me have my Tangy Brown. (laughs) Get it at the bar, people. Get it at the bar. (laughs) (laughs) I can just imagine some folk going, this is fudging horrible. Fudging disgusting, etc. This is fudging. Fudging. That's just fudging, eh? It's just fudge. (laughs) A whole lot of fudge. (laughs) (laughs) Like this interview. (laughs) So... It's a, this question is actually starting to get a little bit dated, but I, I, I'm still going to ask it. Burger with fries. So, would you say you go into McDonald's? So I'll use McDonald's as an example. I know there are other burger places and fast food restaurants, but I'll use McDonald's because everybody knows McDonald's. Mm-hmm. You go in, you get your burger, and you get your fries. Do you eat your burger first? Do you eat your fries first? Do you go between the two? Or do you somehow put it all together? <sighs> what a question. This might be the toughest question I've ever been asked. Um, Is that you now thinking to when you would go into said establishment? and? Well, I know that I definitely wouldn't start with the chips. I know I'd start with the burger, but I don't know if I'd finish it before I start the chips. I might like have a few yeah. in between. But whoever starts... Whoever eats all of their chips and then the burger, Jesus, they're, they're the people that make tea with the milk first. I'll have you know I do not do that. <laughs> <laughs> That's me. <laughs> I'm sorry, but this interview is over. <laughs> uh, I'm no, no uh, I, I'm not indifferent about I'm I'm not bored of it personally, but I just remember some friends react overreacting and I'm like, yeah, I'll eat the fries first. Because the fries go cold quite quickly, so Oh, I suppose they got a point. But then I, I, suppose- I can eat but then I do chop and change. So some days it'll be that. Some days I will do what you said you would do. I'd have a bit of the burger first because the burger's nice and fresh and it's hot. And I'll take yeah. a few bites out of that. Then I'll have some fries. So it depends. Uh, I, I can go between. Go between. I think that's your safest bet. I mean, if they're both going to go cold. So, like, um, personally, I'd prioritise the burger. That makes sense. It's it's the main attraction. It's what you that's want. My- <laughs> <laughs> That's what you want in your belly with your fudge drink. <laughs> Jack Brown. Yeah. <laughs> you heard it here first. <laughs> oh, uh, I like that though. I like that. And I, I like the cocktail that you've came up with. It's, uh, Thanks. Like, I'm pretty proud. I like to try and make that now and see if it's actually <laughs> any good. <laughs> I'll just uh, seek out a bar that's willing to experiment, and we'll see what happens. <laughs> Let me know how it goes. Uh, I'll I'll uh, I'll be sending you gifts of fudge if I approve or disapprove. <laughs> Absolutely, <laughs> you will know. <laughs> so, could be a hard question, maybe an easy question. What are you currently listening to? Ooh, what am I currently listening to? Um, 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 I mean, Foo Fighters dropped an album last week. I'm a big Foo Fighters fan, so their album, But Here We Are, came out, and I've been wrapping my ears around that. Um, I've been going through some old Black Key stuff. Uh, the El Camino album I was listening to the other day, which is always a classic. Um yeah, let's just go. Let's go with them too. I think the um, 
the Foo Fighters album's got some real deep, obviously some deep stuff in there, and it's just class. It's nice to, you know, it's obviously very sad about Taylor Hawkins passing away, but yeah. it's lovely to hear Dave play, Dave Grohl play on, a, on an album again, the drums, so he's an absolute beast. Would you like him to play drums for you? <laughs> I think there's a person that wouldn't have Dave Grohl playing for him. <laughs> That's a silly question to ask. Of course, anybody would. <laughs> I feel bad for asking it now, but uh, I will. <laughs> yeah, he'd be a he'd be a dream team. Uh, he'd be in the uh, if you could pick hand pick your your band, he'd be on the kit for me. Hundred percent. It's not a bad idea for a question. What would be your dream there team band? <laughs> Very quick. Yeah. There we go. Take it. <laughs> uh, who, who's going to be a lead guitarist? Your bass guitarist? Your drummer? Backing vocals if you need backing vocals. Yeah, keys player, you got loads in there. <laughs> Tambourine, well, maracas, I don't know. This is starting to, this is one big band, but uh, well, <laughs> we'll cover you either way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, sadly, we're, we're, we're pretty much at the end of the interview. Yeah. The time has... Well, we've been talking. Yeah, for about 40 minutes or so. <laughs> the time's flown. It's been fun. It has been fun. It has. I've enjoyed it. Some great questions. Thank you. Thank you. There's been a lot of laughs. Yeah, that's what we need. <laughs> Definitely. What it's all about. you got to enjoy yourself. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I'm sure the, the people listening will, will have enjoyed this as well. So... Uh, as long as they understand me at least with the Scottish accent <laughs> and everything uh, <laughs> so where can everybody find you and your music so you can find me everything's on the, on the streaming platforms so you can search Connor Adams and you'll find me on there but social medias it's Connor Adams Music I mean, with, with the Isle of Wight coming up, we've got so much content ready to come out. Um, I've been creating a little docu-series at the moment called The Chronicles, and we've had two episodes come out. One um, followed me on the December tour, and then one followed me on the April tour. And episode three is going to be heavily be based on the Isle of Wight show. Um, so, yeah, so behind the scenes is what goes on in rehearsals, beforehand the show itself and everything in between but yeah as i say come come on the journey come see what we're all about and we're going to have some more dates to announce towards the end of the year so if you fancy coming to see some indie rock music um fun times and tangy brown cocktails i'm your guy there you go folks you heard it here first (laughs) (laughs) but no i'd like to uh thank you connor for coming on Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. You're very welcome. It's been a pleasure. Uh, folks, uh, I'd like to thank you for joining us for this interview. You can find all the links that uh, Connor has mentioned. It'll be in the description of the interview. You can also find out more about Connor on therundownnewmusic.co.uk. Did you know this, Connor? You have a profile on the website. I did not. Yes, we... Looked at various right. social medias and uh, plucked the best bits about you and flung oh, it on a page. Amazing, I'll check it out. Definitely. Check- In fact, I'm just noticing Great. I need to update it because under label it says non-applicable, but now I know. <laughs> now, now we know because we learned more. <laughs> there we go. It's been, it's been a journey. It has. It has. <laughs> <laughs> and that is where when uh, the interview comes out in podcast form, you'll be able to hear it there. It'll be linked in with the bio. So everybody will be able to find out everything about you. Socials are linked there as well. It's your one-stop shop. <laughs> we just don't have the cocktail, unfortunately. That's the one thing I can't provide. So. Yet. Yet. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it will come in due process. Yes. <laughs> but uh, yeah, folks, uh, thank you for listening to this to this interview. We're going to end on a new song from the wonderful Saint Stacy. And the song's called Remind Me. And that came out on the 26th of May, 2023. Until next time, folks. So goodbye from me and a goodbye from Connor. I don't know why you're waving, but... <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
Goodbye, everyone. You watch me go, wish me good luck. You didn't show that the whole bleach won't so good. Behind the wheel, rushing against the wind. I begun to realize how much I need you. I begun to realize how much I miss you. Let it go.